And now, Capital 263. Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Mike's Ed Match. Thank you for the listens, the reviews and the comments so far in 2018. And uh, we're promising you, as we did in the first episode, that 2018 is full of fireworks. And uh, that's all we're doing. My name is Lizwechi Tanganya and you are officially joined Mike Set Match for our interesting episode with uh, one of, uh, <laughs> I should say, a big fan of cricket, uh, someone who, who probably can be termed as in the know. Don't you agree, uh, Slim? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think he's in the know. Welcome to Mike Set Match. This is Slim Sam. Shingrai Emmanuel Ponde, and I hope you enjoy the show. We promised you cricket, and we're going to give you a lot of cricket. Yeah, today we're f- solely focusing on cricket. The first episode was an introduction to the year. Now we get into what we promised. It's cricket time, and it's time to get into all the nitty gritties that have been happening. So today we're joined by. Um, a man that I've uh, come to respect <laughs> based on uh, much of his conversations on Twitter, on, on Cricket Twitter. And uh, I don't know if he's a new member to, to Cricket Twitter or he's always been there. He's always been there, but um, we started realizing that he has the knowledge as we went on. Okay. You know, <laughs> he adds value to the conversation of Cricket Twitter. Okay. Uh, Brian, how's it? You guys, you're making me nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like everybody will be listening and say, but this guy, what he's saying, we already know that. So why are you guys doing what? This? You know? Well, we have some information that we didn't know that until you put it up, then we're like, okay, so there must be something juicy going on at Zimbabwe Cricket. Yes. So Zim Cricket, yeah, we'll just get straight into it. Oh, this is Brian Goredema. You are on Twitter, Facebook, etc. Uh, Twitter is at Brian Goredema, uh, Facebook, yeah, but once I found that I've learned more on Twitter than I've learned on Facebook. So Facebook, uh, it's something that I, I just do once in a while. Okay. And even by, the, by my comments uh, that I get after posting something, it just tells you that I've lost touch with with, <laughs> with my friends on Facebook. Yeah, that's that's what happens to all of us. We get addicted to the Twitter because that's where the conversations fire. Um, you might hear some background noise. Don't worry, there's a church just outside where we're recording, so please bear with us on that. But we'll try to be as audible as possible. Uh, Brian, Zimbabwe Cricket, what are your thoughts? 2017, what happened? Oh, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I'm still having that hangover of what happened in Port Elizabeth. That, <laughs> <laughs> that a game that was supposed to take uh, four days uh, and people were complaining before the game that how can you make cricket uh, be played in four days? We are taking away the purity of the game that is just cricket. But uh, we know what happened. Zimbabwe lost inside two days. And I've been a witness to that before. I remember when I was doing uh, studio work for ZBC in 2005, um, we, we lost the game. We, we, we lost the game uh, in, I think it was it Cape Town when we lost the game inside two days. The same again at a sports club when you played New Zealand in 2005 as well. Uh, we also lost a game as well inside two days. But to lose the game the way that we lost it, uh, it makes everybody wonder where we are going in Zimbabwe cricket. Uh, I'm talking about 
us as fans because mm-hmm. uh, I've been following this game I think for the past uh, almost now two decades and as a, as, as a journalist for the past 12 years. Wow. That's what I've, what I've been doing. So I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows and uh, if you ask me right now, I'm just like somebody who's got a dead leg. Where if you're going to pierce it, you know, I'm nothing. Gonna, you won't feel any pain. I, I, I don't feel anything. There was a school of thought that you know we've seen how India performing in South Africa right now. Is it not just because South Africa we're truly that good with the ball in hand, as opposed to us being very very poor? I remember on the eve of that game, um, I've been wanting to do a thread about what happened. Uh, to share my thoughts with my followers yeah. on Twitter of the pink test uh, day, night, two day, four day, whatever you want to call it <laughs> about Zimbabwe. Because I knew that India were going to struggle in that game. And people would now try and compare Zimbabwe and India. I remember posing one question. I said, India, they win in their conditions. Do we win in our conditions? No. no. Uh, we lost to West Indies on a flat deck. Uh, and I remember when the technical team of uh, Westin's technical team were talking, they said uh, preparing a flat deck does not help anyone, does not help Zimbabwe. I remember we were trying to counter uh, the pace of Shannon Gabriel and uh, Kima Roche. Now, uh, I mean, Kima Roche now boasts uh, 130s instead of the 140s. So, obviously, uh, that's why I did that. Uh, thread to say no, 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 no. Uh, India has the bowlers, has got the batters. Uh, because if you look at someone like Pujara, Pujara was in in England where he was playing county cricket, so obviously he was prepared uh, before he came to South Africa. Because if you look at the seeming conditions, uh, the English seeming conditions, uh, they are almost similar or even yeah. worse than South Africa. So, so obviously, Pujara is the new Dravid uh, for India, he's the war. Yeah. So, but again, Pujara what uh, struggled. But again, if you go back to that test where Australia played South Africa, when Fernando Filanda came to the scene, you remember yes. they were, you know, what happened in, 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 in that game. So, all those things, it's not really about Zimbabwe. We we are not as good as we think. Uh, let me be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We've been waiting for that. <laughs> yes, uh, we are not as good as, as we think. We used to be good, uh, but... Right now, we are all over the place. Like a bowler is bowling leg side, offside, uh, one bouncer, you know, who doesn't even know what they want to do. So, uh, in a nutshell, 2017, the most important thing is coming in about uh, two, three months' time. That is the World Cup qualifiers. Let's forget about what happened in Port Elizabeth. So, um, well, Slim, okay. you can go on. Yes. Um, I want to agree with Brian because our Vero Peterson when the test was announced. Do you remember what he said? Yeah. He yeah. tweeted and said Proteus to play Boxing Day test in Port Elizabeth against Zimbabwe. Nice average booster. You remember us asking uh, PJ Moore about this tweet? It was proved right. Let's be honest. We always say India struggled. India had a chance to win the test against South Africa in Port Elizabeth. With South Africa, in I think 18 or 20 tests, they've only lost twice in Port, El- in Port Elizabeth. Is it Port Elizabeth in... No, no. They played... Um, the test in India, the first one was played, what? Uh, in, in Cape Town. In Cape Town. Yes. They've only lost twice there. It's where they know that this is our home and they defend it. So, to see India going into that fourth day with a chance to win, of course, they did not win. But that is a game where you see that they were trying. So, really, I think Zimbabweans are given a lot of excuses 
they always try and look for another team for another excuse. This is the reason why cricket doesn't grow, I think, because we always give them excuses. Um, Brian, I, I, <laughs> no excuses for Zim cricket, and I have no rebuttal for that. Brian, you've mentioned that uh, we are not as good as we think, but we've just recently got back Brendan Taylor and Carl Jarvis. People who've been playing in those conditions you've just mentioned that, you know, they suited that sort of play that or that field that we got in South Africa. Are you, are we not stronger now that Taylor and Jarvis are back? You see, uh, our main problem is not really about the, the playing level. It's about the system. Uh, how much a four-day cricket did uh, Brendan Taylor play uh, going into uh, this test? How much uh, cricket did Kyle Jarvis play going into this series? Mm. Uh, Kyle Jarvis, uh, for me, I found it to be, let me use this word, to be very stupid to prepare flat deck in Blue Air. When, when you're paying somebody $15,000 a month, uh, so you've paid effectively uh, 50 times 6, that's about 90 grand for the guy to walk out of his contract with Langsha and, and play for Zimbabwe. Then you prepare a flat deck at Queen Sports Club, but you're saying this is your premier bowler. So, so already uh, you have not prepared uh, your bowler to go and play against the best. Obvious, Kyle uh, Jarvis, because he had it within him. In that test, we, we saw what he can do. Obviously, uh, I knew Kyle Jarvis before he went to, uh, to England. He had a bit of pace. Now he's got more control. And uh, for me, that August will what for the future. So my point is that, yes, we have, we have sort of strengthened um, our team. Uh, but let's look at what they've done in the three tests that they've come back uh, to. Uh, Kyle Jarvis is, is, is always uh, is a crybaby when it comes to what to flood take. You tell you that he's injured. And I told someone <laughs> <laughs> that I'll tell you what, Kyle Jarvis will not bow uh, in the second test uh, in Blue when he played uh, West Indies. Because why, sh- why should he injure his, his back trying to bow on a wicket that is not responding? You see, so I'm saying uh, we need to prepare our players for test cricket. We need to have those services. Uh, I've said it before, I'd rather have a four-day game end in two days where we put a result than have a, a four-day game the game ends in a draw because the, the deck is flat. So, those are the things that I'm mainly concerned with. So, uh, I think right now there's not enough competition uh, of, 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 uh, I mean, of, of to get in the playing eleven. By that I mean, uh, guys are scoring runs in the Logan Cup, but <laughs> are we using those statistics? Uh, Silvas Joao was the best baseman uh, in this just whatever suspended. Uh, you know, Logan Cup. Mm-hmm. Did he even get into the training squad? I'm not even saying the. I mean, the 15 traveling party. So that way, we are shooting ourselves in the foot, where we are creating uh, tomorrow's monsters by saying uh, so and so, you're good, so you're supposed to play. Let's have competition. Let's have this honest conversation that uh, we need to prepare our players for Test cricket, but let the best player, in terms of statistics. Because you need to tell everyone, as a selector, I want you to play at number four. Uh, let's go to your favorite team, uh, Slim, uh, Liverpool. I'm, I'm Arsenal. One of the reasons why uh, uh, Oxley Chamberlain left Arsenal was not about the money, it's about where he was being used by Wenger because he wants to go to the World Cup. So as long as he's playing like a, a right back, he knew that his chances of trying to compete for those places 
you know there was no way that you know so i I, i'm saying uh, go back to the number fours in the logan cup or go to those that play first drop that's your number three say we have got a problem is at first drop so if you perform uh, we are going to give you what a chance and then if they perform uh there's the zima side uh, you need to go again and perform against what the visiting a sides and from there we'll give you what a chance to come in what and play at the national level but you see uh you, you don't even know uh, what position does ryan bell bet because i'm saying statistically going into that test ryan bell wasn't the best player uh, there were better players like Tino Mtombozi, who, who plays in the middle order. Uh, Timson Maruno was a better player. Even Regis Chakava. And But then you take you, you take your squad, you go and say, you, you determine who's going to play a test based on a, on a home-up match. All right, uh, Brian, just, you've raised two issues here, uh, state of the grounds and selection. Uh, on the state of the grounds, you put out on your Twitter account that uh, in the Logan Cup, Queen's is a spinner's track, Kwekwe is a simmer's track, Harare is a batting track, and Mutare is balanced between bat and ball. So if you, Brian, uh, I'm not sure how much, you know, how involved you are with the side. If you know all this information and you believe that that's information that can be used in how we arrange our games and how we make our selection, how come the Zimbabwe cricket team is not using that information to plan for local matches? Uh, on the top of my thread, uh, I said, uh, ideally what we need is a, a director of cricket. Not just a director of cricket, but somebody who is well respected. If you remember, when Andy Waller was once the coach of the national team and he yeah. relinquished his post and then Mangongo took over from Andy Waller. Uh-huh. He was said he's now the director of director coaching of, yeah, of cricket. Yeah. But what did he do? He had no influence whatsoever on how the game was played in this country. So, uh, But if you, if you take the West Indies model where you have, I'm forgetting the name, uh, the, the same setup now where they, 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 the director of cricket. So I'm saying now the position of the director of cricket becomes the one to set the playing conditions across the country. So from Blueo, uh, you go to Kwekwe, you come to Arari, you go to Mtari. Then you set up the, what, the, the, the playing conditions. But you need somebody whom the local coaches or the French coaches respect. So then I gave an example of a person like David Horton. Uh, so uh, the, the current state of affairs is that the home coach, for example, if I'm if, if you are to go to, to Blueo, Wayne James is in charge of how he wants uh, the trick to be. Uh, if listen, they're playing. If if Tuskers are playing uh, Marshall and Eagles, so it's his prerogative. So you find most of our coaches they don't want to lose, so they rather prepare something that is flat so that the game what the game gets to four okay. days. Okay. But does that help us in the long run? So I'm saying, Pachishona. Uh, <laughs> so, but I'm saying, can I, if it's the prerogative of the director of cricket, uh, whether you like it or not, uh, in, 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 in Blue Way, we say it's what? This is the spinner's paradise. So it means uh, first day, uh, it, will be flat, it will be flat. Uh, obviously, end of second day, it's thinning a bit. Third day, fourth day, it's thinning. So it means now you are preparing what your players to play spin. So it means when you go to Bangladesh, uh, somehow with almost similar conditions uh, to such at what at Queen Sports Club. Mm-hmm. Then if you want where it's what it's seeming, 
uh, right now RS Sports Club is not what you should, what it used to be in the 90s. Kwekwe uh, is the best place to watch to do that. So you put what uh, a bit of grass, uh, nice bounce, nice carry. So it means your Javis, uh, your Kaumumba, all those uh, people who are trying to to bowl as quick as they can, they'll be very happy because they've got a trick that does that. So I'm saying the information that I, I, I'm giving out there, it's it's trying to suggest what we can do going forward. But that cannot happen under the current setup where we've got a, a coach determining what uh, the conditions would be as long as they what they are the home side. Are you saying Heath Streaks got it wrong? I'm not saying Heath Streak. I'm saying uh, uh, the players, they play in the Logan Cup. That's where they are being prepared for what? For Test Cricket. Uh-huh. So I'm saying, uh, so Wayne James is the coach of, of Tuskers. Yes. So he gets what uh, the, uh, the, I mean, the, the play conditions that suits his Tuskers. Yes. So if he thinks, if he fears that uh, maybe because uh, uh, Midwest Rhinos, they've got Kyle Jarvis, you prepare what a flat take where Kyle Jarvis would do what? be ineffective you won't do any damage you see yeah but where i'm saying i'm saying if we are then then serious about developing this game we should all know that if you want to be a good spinner they are coming from from this side the western side that is your blue wave mm-hmm. uh, if you want a good sima uh, your kadoma area Gueru, Kwekwe, you're getting youngsters that are coming through that side if you want to have uh, someone uh, who is good at uh, maybe the balance? Because I'll, I'll give you a very interesting uh, st- statistic. In South Africa, those similar conditions that we saw, do you know that um, most of their four-day games ended in draws? They would get to, to day four. So I'm saying their batsmen have learned how to bet in those conditions. Uh-huh. And the games are now ending as draws. Yeah. It's a fact. So it's this mindset where you're trying to prepare, but we are so our cricket is one is boring, our brand of cricket, uh, because we are we're trying to you know we we are sheepish you know in the way that we approach things. <laughs> yes. So we are always found out at the international level. Okay, uh, just a quick one on that boring term. I thought the cricket we played in Sri Lanka was very aggressive and very. Exciting, I would, I should say, in the series that we won in Sri Lanka last last year, we could have digressed from that period. But you know what Hamilton and uh, Solomon Mira were doing in Sri Lanka at that time was pretty bold, pretty exciting cricket. That, uh, okay, so Solomon did not play in the in the, in the four day game, uh, but yes, uh, you find that the trick that we were playing on at the end of the day was a flat deck. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game that we almost won the test. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, you, okay. You compare the okay. We we normally call it the, the dust ball. When Australia towed our Sri Lanka, they lost the the test series there mm-hmm. because uh, <laughs> we would love to get ground it. We don't go to that TV because that's how much <laughs> dust was there was on the day one when Sharks. Australia lost. You see, but for for us, they tend to be a bit conservative. Ah, this is Zimbabwe. Uh, uh, so even you look at the way that the chest uh, that mammoth uh, total in the fourth innings of a test yeah. tells you uh, the conditions. So my my boring part is, um, okay, Chamu is a better uh, four day player uh, than Miri, but then when we are giving Miri uh, the go ahead to go and play. 
they are saying we want to change our brand of cricket. We want to attack. We want to make him like the David Warner of what of Zimbabwe. Yeah. And personally, I still prefer to have Hamilton at number three, not opening. See, but because we want to accommodate certain people in the what in the lineup. Look at his average at number three. Look at his average at, at betting at number one. It tells you that Hamilton is not an opener. Yes, you are saying you'd say after if somebody gets out within the first four balls, then he gets him. So it's as good as what is an opener. But I'm saying ideally we need to send in a, a message that our openers need to see out the new ball so that when the number three, number four come in, they won't struggle against what uh, at that ball. But all I'm saying is that our cricket is not way, I would say, very aggressive. Because even that, that day, we should have attacked. Did you see how Javis was playing, if you remember? He tried to attack. He did. You know, so I'm saying we need to have that aggressive type of cricket if you if you want to win more games. I agree with you. For me, I've always said from the captains, even from Brendan Taylor, the captains we have do not know how to attack. The field that is set is always a defensive field. Never, ever have I ever seen them back the bowlers. Right now, Jarvis, if you think he's our premier bowler, please give him a, a, a slip corridor, right? You have one or two slips and everyone is by the boundary fence, boundary riders, you are not backing the bowlers. For us, for me personally, I think as Zimbabwe, as you are saying, we need a director of cricket who says from the under 14, under 15, under 19, we play this kind of cricket. Because right now, who are we preparing? What kind of cricket are they supposed to play? Let's be honest, the under 19s, we had a very good under 19 team, the one that really played well in the Under-19 World Cup. They came back. Yeah, they just went their separate ways. Now I've seen a few of them going to the, the, the senior team. But what kind of cricket are they going to play? It seems like he raised it in his, his, in his trade that Mangongo will prepare his Under-19s to play whatever brand of cricket. They come here, streak wants them to play. But if, I'm not even sure what streak wants us to play. For me, I'm not yet convinced that streak is the right man for the job. But then again, there is a lot of disorder from the structures and everything. And you remember when we had Mo in the studio, he talked about ZC and a few improvements. He even talked about the fact that we play our Logan Cup during the rain season. The time when you know that most of the games will be rained out and things like that. When we could play the rest of the year where there are no rains, where we could do more. But somehow we played during the rain season. And we knew about the qualifiers. Yet we started the Logan Cup late, the Logan Cup late and then we stopped Do saying you know that like we're that? preparing. Do you know why it's like that? Why? It's uh, we there. It's an issue uh, of the symptoms of Zimbabwe cricket. Uh, this season used to start it in August, but now I think after August or just before November, December, that's when. Uh, our yearly money comes from ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when we've got the money to play what a local cup. So you find uh, as much as people say I'm too harsh on, on Zimbabwe cricket. Uh, again, the reason why we are playing this is because of years and years of mismanagement. So that's why we are where we are. Because uh, <laughs> money was blown you know um, so now that's why we, we our season it's always top start top start okay mm. you mentioned the point that uh, some Hamilton is not betting number three because 
of certain people wanting certain people in the team. Uh, in the thread, you directly mentioned that uh, this thing of selecting our mates should stop forthwith. Um, you then went further, and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that you're suggesting that Ryan Bell or PJ Moore are the mates that are being selected. You mentioned also in the thread that uh, Krima, Taibu, and Streak are the three people who are responsible with selection. So are you saying that Krima, Taibu, and, and uh, Streak are selecting PJ and Ryan Bell based on friendship? Yes, uh, that's what I'm suggesting. <laughs> uh, I'm not even uh, mincing my words. Um, it's it's there for all to see. You see, my, uh, my biggest disappointment, especially with Victor Tender, it comes back to the series that we hosted. Sri Lanka came to Zimbabwe. They played PJ Mo as the keeper. PJ Mo was on form in, in that series where he could have just played as a batsman. You see, he, he qualified to play the, in the team. I, if I was to write, the, you know, the first level, yeah. his name would be probably there after the captain. That's how good he was, he was yeah. going into that series. Yeah, you know, and then, uh, but he was a part-time keeper and he dropped so many catches. So you'd see the runs that he scored. Uh, he considered them by the way that he dropped catches and the waiver he dropped went on to score hundred. Mm-hmm. See, uh, but uh, we had. Uh, Regis Chakava, a specialist keeper, who, 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 who was the better keeper, and a guy with a hundred, a test hundred, in Bangladesh, where most have failed, and we are playing a subcontinent side, and you not give him what a chance. I'm saying Tatenda, as a former wicketkeeper batsman, should know better the importance of having a specialist keeper. I'm not talking about screaming ball. I'm talking about a former wicketkeeper batsman who used to do the job. <laughs> you know, so I'm saying it defies what. Logic. Logic. So now let's fast forward to to now. Okay, Tatenda is the convener of selectors, uh-huh. right? So I mean that's a you know a big title, convener. And the convener is always to hold up you know what in Liverpool, where his family and uh, you know is. Uh, so the only way that he can take what's happening back home is because of the statistics that are out there, mm-hmm. right? Does he use them now? That's the question. Because if you look at the selection, it's not based on what statistics. So if you're going to say uh, uh, PJ is better than, uh, let's say, Regis Sakava, for example, uh, but the statistics that you read whilst you're in England suggest otherwise. Uh, so already for me, uh, I'm just wondering what are they using? I can now tell you right now, uh, if, I don't know if this is in that thread. Right now, uh, the MD of Zimbabwe Cricket actually questioned why that do we have like a one-man band in terms of the selection. And now they are prescribing a recipe for disaster <gasps> because of the failure of the selection panel to be to be rational, if I may use that word. Yeah. Now they want to have the five uh, f- a selection panel which has five provincial chairpersons. Do those guys know cricket? No. <laughs> so I'm saying. They are, they, they are trying to address a problem with another problem. Ideally, what would you prescribe if you were in charge? Let's go back to what we used to, uh, to have before, an independent selection panel where you have got uh, three independent selectors who are, n- are neither the captain nor the coach. And then you, can, then you have what? Two of them, then you have got the convener, uh, whoever he is. 
Yeah. I know. You see, the problem of, of Zimbabwe cricket at the moment is the issue of legitimacy, where you find you've got your Tavengwa Mkuslani as the as the chairperson, right? Where you find probably the world over the chairperson of BCCI, the chairman of uh, ECB, the chairman of, of Cricket Australia, uh, somewhere, somewhere, former what? Players. Players. So this guy is now trying to be legitimate by bringing in what? Tatinda Taibu, who is a former player, right? Which is not bad, by the way. Yeah. But, uh, but the conditions that this guy is, is bringing on the table, that I can't be there full time. And you still say, no, 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 you know? So he's trying to what? Uh, to build an image, which is good, but I'm saying we are now seeing the symptoms of it going forward. Cricket is is, is not a personal property. It's Zimbabwe cricket. So let's find the people that are available at the moment. So let's go back to the three main panel who are independent. Yes, you can always consult the coach and the selector. I mean, and the, and the captain, but let's have an independent panel. So you answer your question that I was going to ask in terms of the selection panel. Do we really have a selection panel? Or these guys are just doing whatever they want because really it's not supposed to be a secret. If they are there, we're supposed to know them, to know that these three guys are the ones that are selecting. Because you can clearly see as the team comes up, no new names, which means nobody's doing any scouting, nobody's looking at the matches, nobody, or except for the new guys who are coming from Tatenda Taibu's pet project over there. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying, listen to me, I'm not saying they're bad. But I'm saying, are we really, do we really have selectors right now? Or it's just the coach and the captain picking wherever? Uh, that's the selection panel that we have. We have got the coach, <laughs> we've got the captain, and we've got the convener, which they attend the type. So that's how uh, this whole thing is like uh, at the moment. So they're trying to, you know, to do away with, with that. Uh, from what I hear from uh, my my sources, there. <laughs> but I'm saying you can't you, you can't have uh, those clueless uh, provincial chairpersons that I know of the lot. Hmm. Probably the one that for me might qualify to be in that panel might be uh, Vominda Bamoy from from Atebelland. Uh, the rest uh, they must just go on the trying to uh, supervise uh, your the, the secretary <laughs> and forget about you know what they want to do. All right. Uh, one key revelation from your thread, uh, I think which drew the attention from most, most people was the point that you raised that, uh, yeah, I'll quote, Zimbabwe Cricket need to work on the salary disparities between the, what Brendan Taylor and Carl Jarvis are getting. It's demotivating for other players who are getting as low as $800 per month when Taylor is taking 20 grand per month. Cricket is a team sport. You need other motivated players to win. So, why do you think that's a real bone of contention when players are, have the ability to negotiate their own salaries? Um, okay, let's. Uh, I, I want to ask you this question uh, because I remember you did not answer. Uh, you, you said you wanted to play <laughs> the devil's advocate. So. Uh, can I be the interview on this one? <laughs> then okay, it's, it's fine now. I'll take the question. <laughs> <laughs> because you had other thoughts uh, on, on that matter. Yeah. I remember you actually quoting the tweet and saying, uh, can I, you know, uh, give you two cents? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so let, let me just say this first. Uh, are you saying um, Brandon Taylor is this good at 20 grand and the captain Graham Kramer is not, does not even get half what what Taylor gets 
do you think uh, that's a normal world? Uh, I remember, if you go back at the top, I think I, 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 I managed to reply someone who was asking about what these guys were getting. Then I said, for them to walk out of their what county contracts, they were supposed to match almost what they were getting there. Yeah, yeah. You see, and uh, but I'm saying. Uh, even if we're going to pour all our resources in cricket for the uh, 15 contracted players, if we have those ones, mm-hmm. we would still be able to give. If you want to give Brendan Taylor 20 grand, we have got the resources to give uh, Graham Creamer uh, 15,000 mm-hmm. or even 18,000. Uh-huh. Right. So for me, it's not an issue of uh, Taylor being able to negotiate whatever he, he negotiated and, and got. But the main issue is okay uh, it also gives uh taylor pressure because you know whenever i'm with these youngsters you know they, they just ah, big. I didn't for one you know so yeah. already you find this 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 thing where we're saying we managed to keep cricket alive when taylor went away yeah taylor because, goes, yeah because yeah. he he managed to go away and that should be a problem because if uh, if i can go and play county cricket who doesn't want to play county cricket yeah so sometimes we talk as if uh, if we had the same chance wouldn't have what left. taken it so yeah. those were the chance to leave the what they, they left. left you remember when craig even once left uh where he was getting how much i think it was even about 400 dollars that we were getting uh which was said to be uh off-season contract then he went and played cricket somewhere else then when he came back that's when he started scoring all oh, those what Runs because the money that he was getting was not what enough. So all I'm saying is that the, the gap is just too much. So now probably Mr. Lewis, you can tell me uh, what you think <laughs> about the disparity, uh, uh, the current disparity. Your opinion? My opinion is that, well, I, I'm just gonna speak from uh, a basic contractual uh, sort of viewpoint. I feel like if I feel I'm good at something. And my employer wants to pay me a certain figure. It shouldn't affect my relationship with Slim just because Slim, whenever he was employed by that employer, agreed to earn a hundred dollars. Where I came in and said, "I'm worth a thousand dollars if you want me to play." How? Why then should Slim be jealous of who I am? If he's jealous, can he raise the issue with with the employer and can it be uh, changed? You know, those are the sort of issues that i have with this viewpoint that it's demotivating everyone else so why can they you know go up and say sim cricket you know you cannot really seriously pay uh taylor 20 grand when crema is not even earning 10 grand what is the story why are they not approaching this person you know this also brings uh to a point that we're gonna go after we speak about the salaries issue when tini was saying you know players went behind players and stuff went behind his back and said they're not happy with his coaching but when he said we went face to face with them no one could come up to them straightforward why do we have these dodgy individuals in within our side who are you know who seem to be backstabbing because i i feel like brandon taylor if he said he wants 20 grand and the employer paid him 20 grand that should be it. Slim shouldn't. Oh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the players shouldn't be affected by what Brandon Taylor negotiated and got. If they feel they're good enough, why can they not go to Zim Cricket and say, "Guys, if you can't pay me this, I'm going to go and play in the BPL, uh, for example, or in the Afghanistan P- P- uh, uh, T20 League." 
why are they not making these terms? Okay, let Slim jump in. Slim has used that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for me, the first thing is, ZC continuously say that they do not have money. And yet they had money to buy to, 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 to buy out the contract, let me call it that, of two premier players from England. I was happy, I have to be honest. But I was the one who asked the question. And I'm the one who triggered the, the famous threat because it was I who asked about Brendan Taylor and Kyle Jarvis. And for me, at the very least, if they were going to bring those guys back, they should have adjusted the contracts of the other guys. The second thing for me is those contracts are not even performance-based because for guys who are earning that much amount of money, you'd have expected the performance better than the guys who are in <laughs> Sri Lanka, to be honest, who are being paid way less, but they have come back. Let's be honest, what have you seen? What have we done? Uh, Jarvis, yes, is here and there, yeah. but uh, come on, I'm, 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 I'm disappointed by that. But that being said, yes, you make valid points. If you can negotiate a contract, it's fair and fine. But now players are going twos and threes to go to Bangladesh because we cannot afford to send our players there. We even missed a, 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 a warm-up match because we could not afford to send players there. So there's something that is, I think, the secrecy. Let's be honest, that's the thing. Well, those players, I'm sure they were not told. They found out. And once the secrecy goes, even with the players, like you are saying, they go behind the back. These things should be out in the open. I should be able to know, like I know when the Australian players were negotiating their contracts and they have an association and they were negotiating in bulk. Yeah, yeah. Here it seems, mashake, mashake, everybody negotiates their own, each to their own. That doesn't work. It's a team sport. Can I just add something? Yes, Brian. See, the most critical thing here is that, um, okay, let me just tweet in. Uh, I'm currently working on a book um, about Zimbabwe cricket. Uh, I, I'll just leave it there. I won't, I won't try and get <laughs> much <into> anticipated. <laughs> Exclusive <laughs> on Mike said match. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and uh, recently we had an interview with uh, one of the main protagonists where I think probably one of the most popular chapters, if ever, the book is gets published uh, where he says uh, a lot of very interesting things but the point that I want to I want to make is this you, there are things in Zimbabwe cricket that you cannot view in isolation uh, of the history of cricket in this country okay see um, it would be very funny of me or anyone not to uh, acknowledge uh, the history of this country in terms of cricket where there have been issues of racism, right? Yeah. Then let's talk about when uh, uh, when Aussies and them took over, right? Mm -hmm. Then obviously everybody knew this issue where people said, hey, if you're not a Kashinga, you don't get selected. Mm -hmm. That's another thing where within the black community there was also what? There were also divisions. Those, those divisions, yeah. Right. Uh, so the point that I want to make all those things now, they come into play in on how uh, people negotiate. Let's go back to the World Cup that we, the last World Cup, where uh, players were given, a, I'm forgetting the amount of money that they were supposed to play. So you you had that one former captain, uh, I, I, I'll try not to mention his name, okay. but it's, it's obvious, yeah. uh, where, to use street language, where he sneezed 
<laughs> on people for him to go to the World Cup because well, he wasn't supposed to go on what uh, on that uh, plane to the what to the World Cup. Uh-huh. So I'm saying there's been this division, you know, uh, you know, between players and everybody else. Uh, you know, if we want to talk about cricket, we can, you know, we can talk until the cows come home. Definitely. Uh, let's talk about what happened to the Zimbabwe player representative. Uh, Slim raised the issue of the Australian cricket and uh, cricketers negotiating as a team. Uh-huh. The management came in, right? Mm-hmm. Then you found the players. Uh, I remember, I think the name of Hamilton came came through. Uh, Prosper would say his name came through. I think Elton is also where now they wanted their wives. To be part of what <laughs> of, the, of the management of the some players representative when Elias Zimba was the what the players representative because what it happened was that Zimbabwe Z ZPC something like that became part of the uh, the international board is it FICA or something like that uh, where to, uh, and then so they were accused of being militant towards what the management <laughs> so i'm That's saying what they always say so i'm saying there was this division so i'm saying the zimbabwe cricket terrain is littered with uh uh versus Goredema, Goredema yeah, versus yeah. slim and then after we have all finished our playing career we look at we were very silly we were supposed to have just know, worked together bargained uh got the most out of what we could get because there's no money that you can earn uh post a playing career. I was yeah. talking to someone today, so we're trying to, to discuss some of the players, famous players, uh, okay, uh, from the black community who actually own houses after years and years of earning a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we actually laughed. Uh, one of my favorite players was not even uh, among us, those ones that, you that know, own houses. You know, but uh, I know what you got. Uh, I, I, will not name, I will not mention <laughs> the World Cup that he went to when things were still fair. Then, yeah. we if you are, we are seeing the players get a million, if he got his share of a million from 15 players or 21 players, so you can do the maths, uh, 21 divided by what? By 1 million. And why doesn't he ever? Uh, I was talking about proper US dollars when they were not these ones, uh, 2009 US dollars. I'm saying proper US dollars. <laughs> you don't have to answer this, but is it a player who frequents Harare Sports Club? <laughs> I said you don't have to answer this one. <laughs> uh, the clues are there. <laughs> um, yeah, um, uh, I think uh, we, we're close to running out of time, but uh, I, I just want us to dive into the Macantini. Thanks for shedding light on the salaries issue. Macantini, what's your opinion on what happened to him? He says he was told, you know, it's done. You better go because players and staff don't like you. Uh, one journalist, uh, Mechuli Spando, was saying, you know, his contract was already done. You know, it was just a matter of him going because his contract was done. And then there's, you know, popular opinion, which is the rest of us are saying, but why did you let Makantini go based on the improvements that the team has shown in the past two, two years in terms of the bowling aspect? So why, where do you stand with the Makantini issue? Okay, I'll come back to what I said and what I continually say. Mm-hmm. Not all former players are either good administrators or not all former players are good coaches. <laughs> you see, sometimes uh, transferring what's in your head to someone might be difficult. Yeah. Uh, it's the same way that 
you might want to have a cricket pundit on, let's say, you've got a weekly cricket program here. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you might find a former player might not be uh, might not might not be articulate, so that the viewers might hear his what his views. But if you go back to YouTube and try and look at his views, you'll see, my God, this guy was what was something else. Yeah. For me, Makaya was never a bowling coach. He was never a bowling coach because I I spoke to a lot of players. Not not after the uh, same mutiny that they did behind the scenes. No 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 no. When he started off, when uh, before the former the former former Australian what what's his name the former coach uh, that we fired. Yeah, I remember an Australian. What's his name? Uh, it was Dave consult- Watmore. Dave yeah. Watmore. Before Dave Watmore was fired. Uh, I, I spoke to the players, uh, you know, a lot of players. They said, no, 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 no. I asked Makaya, how do I, if I'm a, a right hander, how do I bow an in-swing or an away? You know, how do I hold the ball? Then he tells you, uh, no, me, I just used to do it. <laughs> you know? Uh, so you, you just find a way to, to do it. So from that front, let's not forget again how Makaya came in. Tavengwa Mkutlan. Uh, it was before Taibu, and he wanted to, you know, to say, you know, uh, now that he's taken over everybody, uh, look at Zimbabwe, now we've attracted what uh, such, if, uh, you know, the, one of the best bowlers ever to grace uh, the cricket pitch from South Africa, Makayan team. Then when Makaya came in, uh, yes, you might say the team, uh, you know, improved. Uh, I would say it was, for me, it was mainly coincidence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he never really did what. Uh, anything with those bowlers. But let's also not forget, Makaya came to Zimbabwe for a CV. Yeah. Because he could not get a job in South Africa. So yeah. he had to prove himself. So you had a Mukutlan who was trying to be, you know, trying to be legit, trying to seek legitimacy. Makaya wants, uh, you know, a good CV. Uh, he, he, you know, then my insiders now, they tell me this, uh, like what you gave in that uh, brief analogy that uh, Makaya's contract, I'm told it was almost up, I, I think about four months ago. So so this one, uh, this is the word that he used. Uh, that Makaya Idofo and it. Makaya Idofo how? What ZC tried to do with Makaya when they said Makaya designed was trying to safeguard Makaya's future endeavors. To say, uh, you know, you see, your contract will not going to renew it either way. So let's just agree that you've resigned, right? So if you have resigned, you might, you know, they won't say on your CV, you were fired. There's a difference between you're fired and, and what you resigned. resigned. Yeah. So, but because Makaya, using the way that guy used, I'm not the one who used it. <laughs> Makaya, so you wanted to what? To tell the world, remember, the cricket has become so popular in this country. Anyone who's anti Zimbabwe cricket who gets sympathizers out there. Mm-hmm. Because they have not done many things correctly. Mm-hmm. But here they tried to let the man live with dignity. Like you rightfully said, if you negotiate a contract and then if the employer does not want to renew a contract, there's no need to throw tantrums. You know? If you're That's good at, at what you do. Uh, Dave Watmore walked away and he gave his interview. He said, no, Zimbabwe, I was going, I was going to go uh, the road of Kenya. You know, after that, we never had anything about, uh, Watmore. About, about Watmore. So the same thing about Makaya Ntini. Makaya probably should have just what, walked away, find a, a new job. If he's doing well, 
then he say he may say to you and any other journalist i'm not giving interviews uh, then after three months maybe he's working with uh, what the cape copras and then they're doing all they say no 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 those people you know mistreated me you know a b c d yeah you see so again let's not forget makai is also coming from a south africa way it's got these cars of racism you know uh, I, I think it's there on one of my where Makai even remarked that Zimbabwe is going the South African way where the players uh, are getting they were getting less and less black players what representing what as Zimbabwe so you you guys be what be careful but then let's look at when he was given the the head the temporary role as the head coach uh, when Sri Lanka came to Zimbabwe uh, how many did he select Mm-hmm. The same thing that he was crying out for. Because I'll, I'll give an example. We had Victor Nyauchi, who was the best bowler uh, locally. He did not go with Victor Nyauchi. He went with what? Uh, with uh, Michael Chinoya, and we know what happened in that series. So, you know, people talk. And like what I said, if, if attacks about the cricket, you have many listeners. But yeah. they also, they are saying things that they've also done correctly. So mm-hmm. you should give also Jews where they are Jew. So Makaya is not a saint, but <laughs> above, above Wales, Makaya for me is a fitness coach. Yeah, I think he should apply for, as a fitness coach. If you wanted the Ryan Bells, uh, uh, you know, uh, job you might, you know, or a goat, you know. Uh, yes, uh, if you want him to, work, you know, Makaya is a good at fitness. But to transfer what he learned, uh, then there's another issue of egos that also clashed. His trick, Makaya. So Makai would say, you know what? Uh, I played at the highest level. I took 400 plus wickets. Uh, how many did you take? So you'd find there was always this issue. So so let's look at what Otis Gibson did in South Africa. When he took over, mm-hmm. he was coming from England where he was the bowling coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Chow Langford was the, what, was the coach of the Proteas. So then he said, no, I want to bring my own what, backroom staff. <coughs> and among his backroom staff, he doesn't, he doesn't have a bowling coach. He is the bowling coach. Mm-hmm. So Heath should have done the same thing, but unfortunately Heath came in whilst Makaya's contract was already what running. Progress, okay. You see, okay. Yeah. Uh, and from the things that I hear from the players, you might say whatever you want to say. Jackie Wondo is a very good uh, bowling coach. Whether uh, the people listen to him or, or don't, because remember he was one was replaced by Makaya, so it means are, the bowling... are saying the play- people listen to him in terms of the fans or the no, players no, 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 themselves. The players, you know, we might coach. But people don't want. So the players are not responding to Hondo's methods. Is what you, is that what you're saying? It might be. It might be so. But uh, the guy is what is 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 a good coach from those that have worked with him. Uh, probably on the fringe side that have actually uh, performed better, where they are almost in the reckoning of what of being selected for what for the national team. But the national team. Uh, you might you might you might say they did not improve that much but i'm talking about the french players way way slim is saying no how do i do this then hondo teaches him so should we stick hondo to the zim a side to the development side to the rising academies side and keep him away from the national team because from a fan point of view you know <laughs> i will not forget how terrible our death bowling was under hondo i will never forget we'd know we'd lose the game in the last 10 overs when hondo was coach and you know, for all your criticism, I, I still feel it changed when Tini came in. You know, we did improve with our last ten over bowling. You know, 
when Tini was in charge. Could be down to experience to his game management without necessarily the coaching aspect of everything. Just his ability to coach or mentally prepare the players for that sort of tense period. Before I answer that one, let me give you... Uh, do you remember the game against India? Uh, a T20 match that we almost won. And I think uh, Timson Maruma was in that game, in, in, uh, played in that game. Where yeah, he almost, we almost won that game. Uh, we, we, uh, I think we, we needed what, uh, and I mean, a few runs. Uh, so I had an interview with Timson after, after that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one is for Slim, uh, who has been giving stick uh, to, to Zulu. Uh, the baiting coach mm-hmm. saying no, but the, actually the baiting is well, which is what regressed and the bowling has become better. Yeah, and then he so I was, I was asking him, I mean, uh, what does uh, Zulu uh, tell you when you know he's teaching you batting? So he said, no, you know what, he's probably one of the best coaches I've ever had in terms of batting because one of the things he told me was that this is just a game of cricket. Uh, if you lose. If we lose, we've lost. Uh-huh. So don't put yourself under pressure. It's just another game of cricket. And if you look at the way the young man uh, started performing, you know, we, we all knew that the, the boy could hit the ball miles. Yeah. But he almost what, uh, won, won the game for, for Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is that uh, from a fan's point of view now, like what you say, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's about statistics. Like yeah. the ones that you, you're giving us now, that, that the dead bowling has improved by so much you know, uh, compared to what, to, to, to Hondo's era. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, whether we should leave Hondo at Zim A or at uh, Zim Rising Academy, at the moment, we got pasted in what, when you played the UAE, uh, when Hondo's Zim A went to UAE. So over the last few games, Zim A has been struggling under Hondo. But you look at the first half of the year, they did well. So again, an, an, another decision needs to be made in that area. Should we let Hondo continue uh, as the Zima coach? But again, I uh, hear there's already fight. Is, I want to give you names. People are fighting for his post already. <laughs> uh, some former players, uh, you know, who are already what, uh, fighting. Would say, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> but then again, I need to ask before, because people say that we improved, our death bowling was better under Antini. You know the test match that people talk about that we nearly won? We lost due to our bowling. Like, really, I think we didn't really improve under Tini. Yes, they looked a little bit fitter, or if not tired. Not really fitter, but tired. Because he used to run them two kilometers. So says Vusisibanda. Two kilometers? He said that he would make them That's run nothing. About, yeah, well, we've got lazy boys over there. I do feel like we need to work on our fitness, especially our bowlers. I think they could bowl faster if they did a bit of gym work, a bit of fitness. But I really think that in terms of technique, I didn't really see any improvement under Tini. And right now, I heard that it's Wondo who went to the boys. So, really, we have to see if this decision pays off. Maybe Streak has to work with Wondo together to make the bowlers better. But again, it's the pace bowlers. I saw they brought in a spin specialist. We talked about it on Twitter. And I saw him working with Krima. Maybe we'll make him a little bit better. He was really raving about Krima. That's how he got him. He's got a nice name, Chris Brown. Not the singer. <laughs> The bowler, the bowling coach. But really, I really hope that whatever is happening at ZC, I really hope that they do something that improves the results. Because I'm tired of making excuses for Zim Cricket. It's time they start showing that they are winners. And we have no excuses. 
qualifiers at home, home ground, the crowd will be there. We're going to encourage all our listeners, need to go, we need to support Zim Cricket when the qualifiers start. Yeah. We have no excuses. We just have to qualify for the World Cup. Slim, those will have to be your last words. <laughs> and uh, Brian, I think we'll get you back in. We, you know, cricket will go on for 24 hours. But uh, for the sake of uh, the people who will be listening, we just have to cut now. Um, what are your final words? I think we'll get you in just before the World Cup qualifiers or maybe after the first few matches of the World Cup qualifiers. Um, what are your final thoughts before we sign out? My final thought is that we can't afford not to go to the World Cup. Uh, we need the money. <laughs> not, not for anything. Do you think we'll go to the World Cup? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think today or tomorrow, I'm not sure the draw is going to be made. Uh, of the uh, it's going to be an eight team uh, tournament yeah, yeah. Uh, with two groups four, four teams in each group uh, so if for example West Indies are in, in group A then it automatically goes to group, to group B, B. Okay. now the question is that who do we need to avoid Afghanistan or Ireland because it means one of them will be in the I'd other I'd rather group. have the Irish though I'd rather have the Irish too <laughs> 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 Afghanistan will batter us <laughs> so but again then if you avoid uh, one of them then we should try and avoid again you know Scotland I mean uh, Netherlands so it means Netherlands is in, okay so let me just give you this so Zimbabwe let's say Zimbabwe is with uh, Ireland so automatically they would have uh, either Scotland or Netherlands mm-hmm. is the other one then the fourth one would be the, like the weekend boys so already uh, it's difficult uh, from from where I'm standing, yeah. Afghanistan which I must try and avoid <laughs> Afghanistan what everybody said because look at Abdul Rashid is playing in the big bash at the moment uh, Nabi their bowler again is playing and where are our bowlers playing in the PPL uh, <laughs> you see so that gulf in in, in, in class uh, I mean but my final words is that whoever uh, is listening to to this program if you're an administrator may you please select the best team uh, our 15 main squad to play in the qualifiers. You need the money. You, I mean, the administrator was listening to this program. Uh-huh. Zimbabwe cricket needs the money so that we develop the next generation uh, that will play for Zimbabwe. These under 19s, they need to one day don this jersey. So let's not uh, select our mates, let's select the best team. And from there, you also get the support from everyone. Right, uh, that's it from Brian. Catch him on Twitter at uh, Brian Goredema. That's his Twitter account. That's where he's active, uh, sharing all these uh, tidbits on uh, what's happening on cricket. I was also joined on this uh, episode by Slim Sam at Slim underscore S E M on Twitter. Hit him up uh, for review and thoughts. I am Lizwe Chitanganya, available on at Lizwe C on Twitter. And uh, this show is Mike Set Match. Find us as well on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, uh, at uh, Mike Set Match. We give you all the quality sports, all the hot spots on social media, and we bring them to your ears. So until the next episode, thank you for joining us. This has been brought to you by Capital 263, who own us. So with that, Thank you. And now, and now. Capital 263.